Welcome everyone to this episode of the Women in Technology Spotlight. It's great to have you all with us again. Please like and subscribe so you don't miss any of the coming episodes. Um, today I have with me Margaret Hoven. She's an antivirus staff analyst at Fortinet. Welcome, Margaret. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's so great of you to give us uh, your time. Um, let me kick it off with my first question, which is as usual. Tell me a little bit about yourself, who you are, what drives you. Okay, um, well, my name is Margaret, or Marga for short. I was born and raised in the Philippines, and I'm now living in Canada with my husband and two young boys. <laughs> I'm currently working as an antivirus analyst, mm -hmm. as mentioned earlier, and what uh, I enjoy is I enjoy food, <laughs> whether <laughs> it's eating or making it. <laughs> so there are a lot of good restaurants where I live. So I like trying out these different restaurants and different cuisines. And I also enjoy cooking and being with my family, whether it's just to take my kids to soccer or to travel with them or to just simply hang out with them. And uh, recently I started to make birthday cakes just because it's cheaper <laughs> that way but I uh, also started to actually decorate them and um, yeah so I'm not a very artistic person growing up so this was something new for me but I'm actually enjoying it so I'm starting really simple things but but the kids love it so <laughs> there you oh, go <laughs> I'm totally in awe of people who can decorate cakes I am <laughs> yeah me too so I just do the simple super simple stuff <laughs> but uh but yeah it's uh, it takes some patience <laughs> but uh it all yeah. works out because the kids love it <laughs> That I sounds great. Idea. And I think it's also important to have, you know, a certain amount of creativity on the side, mm -hmm. because, you know, we both yeah. work in tech, which is very, very, very much in your head, you know, yes. all day. So it's kind of like it balances it out. Yeah, you're using so, a different part of your brain, right? So exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So coming to your job, so you are an antivirus analyst at Fortinet. What yes. does that mean? What do you do? <laughs> yeah. Not a very common job, I know. <laughs> mm -hmm. So basically what it means is that I analyze viruses. So they originally mentioned viruses, although nowadays they're just called malware to be mm -hmm. more precise. But um, yeah, so basically I, we get files that we analyze to check for malicious code. Mm -hmm. And then we also make the signatures that would detect those malicious codes. So if you have this, your antivirus software that mm -hmm. would scan your system, so these, um, the scanning takes place by, by checking certain characteristics or bytes in files mm -hmm. against what we call signatures. So those are like the signature of this virus. So that's, this is how we identify which mm -hmm. virus or which malware is this file. So that's okay. basically what we do. But also as part of my major role right now is to train, train new analysts and uh, like new employees that will become AV analysts or have an analyzing role for malware. And so we, we created this program maybe uh, about 12 years ago. So it's still ongoing. So we've trained a lot of people. Basically, most of my team have been trained by us mm -hmm. because we kind of started from the ground up. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so that's mostly my role and also to... Um, make sure that our quality is high. So I, I am part of making standards 
that mm -hmm. analysts will follow and I look into our procedures to make sure we're doing things right or mm -hmm. how to improve things. So yeah, okay. that's that sounds so interesting. So what I understood is what you do is when there's new viruses, you can analyze them and you create new signatures and you make sure that they are found on our computers before they can, you know, wreak havoc there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> wow, that, that sounds very technical. And um, so, so let me ask you, um, I mean, one part of it, uh, as you said, is is educating and training people, but the red, you know, the whole analysis that that's very technical. So, what is your background here? Yeah. Yeah. So my degree was in computer science. So okay. I took that for four years at a university of the Philippines, mm -hmm. and then my first job was um, more into IT, right? So I started looking for for positions with usually programming because those were the available jobs right mostly the common jobs and then this opening came up about being uh, they call it an antivirus engineer so I thought that sounds interesting what is it right and so it was at a job fair because I've never heard of this before so I got to talk to the recruiter and they told me all about it I saw it's about analyzing viruses so you'll be trained in how to recognize viruses and to know what they were doing to a system and yeah part of the job because we're juniors you know they know nobody knows anything about this so part of the job is training and so yeah so that's kind of uh, maybe interested in it as I said like I know nothing about viruses and you know at the time it was just starting um so it was in the late 90s <laughs> so just to, to date myself a little bit <laughs> so yeah, like early 2000s. So, you know, people have heard of viruses, but then there's not a lot of security companies out there too. So I thought that mm -hmm. was, you know, an emerging field that uh, it's very interesting. So yeah, yeah. So I tried out for it. And then from there, it just uh, took off. <laughs> That's so interesting because it sounds like you kind of stumbled into cybersecurity. Yeah, right? it did. I mean, it's not like like you had the intention to become a, an antivirus analyst. And this brings me to, to my next question, actually. So when you decided to study computer science, what was your vision of what you were going to do afterwards? Or why did you actually choose this field? I think, um, when did I get uh, started? I think it was high school when I first got into programming. So they introduced um, coding and I think it was basic at the time so it was like I said I'm dating myself here yeah you and but, me we're both not young exactly. so and then I found that I was actually you know I did pretty well with it and I mm -hmm. I apparently have a logical mind because you know you have to have these steps when programming yeah. and, and I did really well and I found it easier than most of my peers I found so I thought that that's interesting <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and then I actually enjoyed it because you know when the program does what you wanted it to do it's like oh that's great <laughs> so it started out with that I did really well with math as well so mm -hmm. um yeah I got awards for math when when in high school and mm -hmm. physics so science and math were really very interesting for me and then programming was a bit like, well, it is a lot of math too, but also very logical. So I actually really liked it. <laughs> and so when it was time to choose, you know, what, what are you going to take for university? I mean, that seems like um, 
well, it was one, one not my first choice actually, because I wanted to be a veterinarian for <laughs> like very unrelated, like because I love animals and thought I could work with them. But you know, my parents being the practical people they are, they said, you might not, you know, have a very good job, especially in the Philippines. There is not a lot of opportunities for vets at, you know, yeah. it's not like uh it's not like in other countries where there's a lot of people that really uh, look after their pets like like yeah like a part of the family right so there's not a lot of that where mm-hmm. I am uh, where I was back then so is that okay then what's the next best thing although that was like my second choice like with programming it's like but you know I still enjoyed it actually so it was more like I liked them both <laughs> yeah. but um so I chose one that made more practical mm-hmm. sense you know according to my parents <laughs> <laughs> I listened to them. It was it was wise counsel, I have to admit. And it's it was not easy too because you know you have to sit down and look at the computer screen for a long time. <laughs> and you know, all these long hours in university to yeah, finish yeah, a project. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people go through that. <laughs> and it kind of just also helps you to be sure, like, do you really want this or not? Because you know, nothing in life is easy, right? So you have to be willing to endure these things right if you want to go through with it so yeah so I did well with university even though it was hard and then that's basically it (laughs) so then I got this job in the cybersecurity. I'm wondering because you said you came into contact with coding in high school Yes. So, um, and you enjoyed it and you were really good at math but um, okay what is my question here really my question is how many other girls were, you know, enjoying coding and, mm. and were good in math when you were at high school? When I was in high school, there wasn't a lot, to mm-hmm. be honest, right? Although the the top honor students were mm-hmm. mostly women, I mm-hmm. think it's kind of a stat that, you know, that um because women are very good at maybe sitting down for long periods of time or girl, most, I don't know. But uh, for coding per se and for science, I, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. Yeah. And then we had, we even had a team to, that participated in this kind of like a game show. Mm-hmm. So we represented our school and we were two girls. And so I was in charge of the math. <laughs> the other was, you know, in charge of everything else, basically. But although I'm free to help out <laughs> in the trivia stuff, but but basically I was the math person. And mm-hmm. so they kind of trained me more in the math. So yeah, to answer your question, not not a lot. Not mm-hmm. a lot. So you were good at coding, you enjoyed it, and you were good at math. Um but you wanted to become a veterinarian. Yeah. And I'm wondering, I don't know. I, I'm just wondering, yeah. is this because there you, you didn't even really have a clear picture of what you could do with this coding and this math? Or was yeah. it because you I think so. I think so. It was just one of those, you know, when you're a kid, it's like one of the, you know, when you ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's one of the, it's always the visible um, careers, yeah. right? Like doctors and and teacher maybe, and uh, you know things that you see, like coders. You don't really see them <laughs> as a kid, right? That is one actually one of the reasons I have this podcast. You know, mm-hmm. the whole idea of you know bringing people into tech, especially women, is hinged around um, you know them knowing what you can do there. In my opinion, yeah. because yeah. Um, 
for a lot of people, when you tell them come and work in tech, that does not mean anything, you know, it mm -hmm. just, okay, what is this? Some geek sitting around a computer <laughs> and what do they actually do? It doesn't sound interesting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm so happy when I have women like you who are willing to talk to me and talk about what they do on a daily basis and explain that. Because um, we very much um, can only aspire to things that we can, you know, we have a picture in our head. Mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. And um, coming back to that is one of my next questions is, did you have any role models? I mean, what did your parents do, for example? Did they have um, anything to protect? Yeah, well, my mom was more the career woman. So mm -hmm. she was the one working for family. My dad was a stay-at-home dad. So it's a little bit reversed <laughs> from the norm. And so it's a, it's a combination of both because my dad was pretty technical, right? So mm -hmm. he had a, an engineering background. And mm -hmm. so I think I got that maybe from him, maybe. <laughs> I, it's hard to yeah, know, right? Maybe, sure, you never know. Yeah. But at least you have someone who understood what you were going to do. Yeah. And then for the career side is my mom, right? So mm -hmm. working now as a full-time mom. So that mm -hmm. was kind of my picture too. So yeah. it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. And then as for like uh, in school, I, I did have really good teachers. So like I said, we were part of this game show. And so I was mm -hmm. mentored a little bit more, like I was tutored more mm -hmm. than the other students because they wanted to prepare <laughs> for this uh, this game show. And then after that to a university, so I had a university instructor um, in computer science. Uh, what was his? He was teaching. He taught two, two courses that I took. Mm -hmm. So it was assembly language, <laughs> very technical, which mm -hmm. is funny because that's basically what I look at all day, <laughs> like assembly language. And then the other one was operating systems concepts. And mm -hmm. so we found that we had a pretty good connection. So even now he's a very close friend of mine. So we're still mm -hmm. keeping in contact. And so, yeah, so he was one of them. It also kind of what brought us together too is that I found out he's a Star Wars fan. So again, yeah. a geeky <laughs> thing. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> started yeah. us talking and, and yeah, so. Yeah, even now we still talk Star Wars. <laughs> He's my master Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that's important. You actually do need some mentors uh, in your life who will, you know, help you move forward, especially if it gets maybe a bit more complicated or you just need some sense of direction and things like that. Yeah. And I'm wondering, so you went to university to st study computer science, and I don't know what it was like in the Philippines, but... Um, were you one of many women or one of a few? What was it like? So the College of Engineering is mostly male, but computer science, there seems to be an equal part of females and males. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting, right? So, but, uh, but I found even among my friends that I first mm -hmm. met during you know, uh, my first year there, so we're still friends up to now, mm -hmm. but a lot of them actually moved out of computer science after the first year. Yeah. So they just found, you know, it wasn't for them. They, it's That's okay, right? It's just mm -hmm. you're finding out what works for you and not. But um, yeah, but I find engineering, the College of Engineering in general was mostly, yeah, pr predominantly male. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's the same everywhere, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and this is something we're trying to change, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So coming coming to to working in tech, um, when you talk to other women, is this career you've kind of stumbled in? Because I don't want to say chosen, because you know, in the end, <laughs> they choose computer science, but then you stumbled into cybersecurity and yeah. analyzing viruses. Is that something you would recommend to other women? Do you enjoy this? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's very. Um, I see the word interesting a lot because that's why I can't find any other word. Um, yeah, especially if you like solving puzzles. So there is a bit of a difference with coding and, mm -hmm. you know, analyzing because with coding, you're making the programs, right? So it's a little bit different with what we do is more reverse engineering. So mm -hmm. you're taking somebody else's program and trying to figure out what they're doing. And especially with malware, what makes it more interesting is that they do have tricks that make it very difficult. So it's not like your simple, I don't know, for loop, for example, they go all over the place, right? Before you figure out, oh, it's just a simple for loop. <laughs> so that's kind of what makes it interesting. It's challenging as well, because it always changes because they get mm -hmm. creative too. <laughs> so once they figured out that we figured it out, then they kind of try to change things out too. So it's a, uh, yeah. So if you like solving puzzles and, uh, just solving problems in general. And also mm -hmm. if you like looking at code, so that's the other thing, because <laughs> you'll be looking at code a lot. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know, find that very interesting, then yeah, go for it, right? Like this is also very much needed right now. Like with, I know when I started, it was kind of new. Nobody knew that it was going to be this big thing. Like yeah. now it's like, you can't be online without thinking about cybersecurity, right? So That's actually a good point. I mean, um, it's definitely one of those fields, cybersecurity, even if you're not necessarily an antivirus analyst, but just the whole field of cybersecurity. I think that's something that's become so big and will be mm -hmm. big for quite some while that the opportunities you have here are also quite yes. good. So, right? Yeah. So we need a lot more people. So yes. all these women, <laughs> Come on, we need you. <laughs> Absolutely. So apart from uh, recommending to go into cybersecurity, what would you tell young women who are, you know, on the, you know, about to, to choose a career and, and uh, don't exactly know how to move forward? What would your recommendation be? Well, it's also find, find what your interests are, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the first thing. And you try to align it with that. Although sometimes I know, practically speaking, maybe your interest <laughs> will not help pay the bills <laughs> maybe <laughs> i mean just just to be practical i mean that's uh mm -hmm. so what something that my mom also said was that you know you have a job and you do your best right but also don't forget your other interests like maybe you like to sing but then you won't be like a famous singer right <laughs> i mean that's maybe not in the works for you but but then you can do that you can still do that still have this career And, you know, make it as fun as possible. Obviously, choose the one that you that still stimulates you. But also, you can still do these other things like decorating cakes. Like, I may not be the best. <laughs> like, people may not pay for my cakes, but, <laughs> but I'm enjoying it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's something we must remember that it's not just work, even though mm -hmm. even if we don't choose our greatest passion as our work, we might still have time in our, you know, Mm -hmm. private life to follow those uh, those passions yeah. and, and just enjoy doing what we're doing you know? yeah it's not all about work <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's actually such a good point. Uh, we, we tend to forget that. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much. Thank you for telling me my, your story and coming here on my podcast and um, giving me your time. It was a great pleasure talking about you and your journey. Thank yeah, you so thank much. you. Thank you for inviting me.